Teams are so important, guys, because it helps you get focused. It helps you codify big ideas. It helps your team get united, right? So get everybody aligned. And when we get aligned, we get along. That's when everything becomes multiplicative. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franzen. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast, and I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And we are thrilled to be here with you in 2024. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. And we are thrilled to be joining with you today, Dr. Stephen, you and I. Obviously, we are recording this. So this is still right at the end of 2023. You and I are uh, in a in a major uh, state of reflection and thanking and gratitude. Uh, God is so good, and we are so thankful and grateful. So we just, as I, as we begin this episode, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for the work that you do, your commitment. Our word for the year in 2023 was commitment. So I want to recognize and honor all of you for the commitment, for all of you who went all in as we declared at the beginning of 2023 we declared the year of commitment to going all in, that it was going to take a commitment, a higher level of committedness to be able to be ready for what's coming next. And so, Dr. Steven, I'm grateful for you and thankful for you that this is our fifth calendar year of the podcast. Officially, this is we're hitting the fifth calendar year. And uh, I'm thrilled for today's episode, guys. Today, you're going to walk away. Your hair will be standing up. Uh, you will be ready to go uh, because today we released the word of the year. This has become a thematic experience every year, Dr. Steven. So we've been looking forward to this for probably about a month and a half, you and I. So uh, it's great to be together today. Dr. Pete, as always, what a pleasure. And I do love this end of year energy. I love our tradition, the way we run our podcast, with the way we run our business and all of our coaching very thematic. Um, and as these themes, themes come around, they seem to come around faster. <laughs> I was warned about that, right? As time goes by, things kind of happen faster. Um, I feel like it was just yesterday when we were announcing the theme of the year for 2023, excited to bring the theme of the year for 2024. Themes are so important, guys, because it helps you get focused. It helps you codify big ideas. It helps your team get united, right? So get everybody aligned. And when we get aligned, we get along. That's when everything becomes multiplicative. When you get everybody thinking about the same thing, focusing on the same thing, that's when everybody's rowing in stride, right? So everybody's got their oars dug in, they get their feet pressed against the floor, and they're just pushing out of their legs, pulling with their backs, everyone in sync, heading to the same place. It's all about getting into alignment and aligned around a theme. I'm psyched to be releasing the theme of 2024. I think it's super powerful. Uh, I think it's the perfect theme. Uh, you and I always just, we, we come together on this. We just to commit to prayer time, reflection time, and thinking about casting a vision into the next year for ourselves, for our company, for our group, for our followers, for our listeners, for you to take back to your people and to your tribe. You know, there's a lot of weight to this and we will continually use this as a touchstone through the year. So we don't take this lightly. It's an inspired word. And I think it's wildly appropriate for the wild ride we have ahead. Right. So here we go, man. It's 2024. It's going to be awesome. Right? So the year promises to be many things. Fascinating is one of those. I know that we've got a lot of moving parts. This is, you know, it is primed. It is positioned. To be an exciting year is another word you want to be using uh, this year. Interesting is a word that we can use. Uh, you know, where it's an election year in the United States. If you're listening to this around the world, I know there's global implications of that. You know, we've got World War Three on the you know on the horizon potentially. As you hear, if you watch the news, everybody thinks the world you know the sky is falling, and we've got we've got 
conflict happening in three different locations in the world right now that are all kind of positioning us towards, you know, a giant question mark. Do we have COVID part two, the sequel headed our way because the first one left so many unanswered questions? Oh my goodness. Uh, please don't say that out loud. I know the reality is, Dr. Pete, is as leaders, we have a tendency to be pathologically optimistic. At least I know that that's our slant here on this. But at the same time, we want to be vigilant, right? We want to have our eyes wide open and we want to focus on part of our responsibility here is preparedness and the preparedness of ourselves as leaders, getting the preparedness of our teams, of our businesses, of our practice. And we are preparing ourselves for the best year ever, regardless of what's to come, because we are ready. We know that we have spent the last five years in training. We have spent the last five years in the kitchen, in the heat, and God has had us exactly where he's wanted us to get us ready for what's to come in 2024. Dr. Pete, I'm excited about the year of 2024 ahead. I know that we are positioned to have the best year ever because we are ready and we are declaring that the word, the theme of the year for 2024 is ready. You heard it. It's out of the bag. Dr. Steven, here we go. And you said it, and so I'm going to repeat it. You are ready. I'm saying that to you as a listener to this, that you are ready. Sometimes you need to be reminded and told you're ready for this. You're ready. You know, I remember, you know, when we were uh, birthing children, you know, our midwife would always say, you know, there's a moment when there, it's like the come to Jesus moment where you're like, the baby's ready. You're ready push like let's go like there's a readiness like you 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 it's like there's an anticipation building 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 preparation building and then it's like you're ready baby's ready you're ready let's go and it's that moment it's ready and i just want to say to you you're ready many of you are ready it's time it's time you've been doing the preparing you have you've been committed you are committed and it's you're ready for the what's coming in 2024 you're ready it's time and I just want to, I just want to speak that. I want to say it because it's true. And I want to remind you that you are ready. You have been prepared and preparing and you are ready and it's time and it's 2024 and it's time. And all of you who are listening, you know what I mean when I say that, because you know what's going on in your heart and your mind right now. And that's what I'm saying you're ready for. You, you know what it is. Think about it. I want you to think about what is it that's coming that you know what readiness means and that you're ready. You know, Dr. Stephen, we do a theme every year. We have over the last five years. I'm just going to do a quick recap because it's very important. You see there's a beautiful golden thread through each one of these themes. In 2020, we said 2020 was going to be the year of the pivot. That was the year of pivoting. We knew that to go from being an owner-operator to the CEO of your business, to turn that job into a business, that was when we just were releasing this podcast. We said, we're gonna, it's a pivot. It's going to be a transformation process. The pivot, perfect timing for what we all encountered in 2020, which we had no idea was coming when the catastrophe of the COVID catastrophe hit our profession, hit our world, and we were ready. Why? Because it was the year of the pivot, 2020. 2021, our theme was the theme of being agile. That was the word for the year. We had a theme for the year. You talk about the multiplicative, uh, power of a theme for the year, the theme of pivot, the theme of agile, so powerful to be agile. We broke it down, what that meant. And, and that's where we were developing. You were developing by, by pivoting. You developed character and capacity by developing your, the agility gene, by developing the fitness level that's required to be a remarkable CEO, to have the agility that was developed in 2021. Then in 2022, the word and theme for the year was resilience. And we know what, what it means to be resilient. This means that you have the capacity to respond, to rebound from the challenges that are guaranteed to come with building a remarkable practice, having a remarkable life, being a remarkable CEO, and, and being a chiropractor in a world that's desperately in need for the chiropractic message. And so we talked about what does that mean? And we, th we themed and we spent our time developing resilience and building that character of resilience and being resilient leaders. In 2023, we rolled into 2023 resilient. And with our resilience, we said, you know what? It's time to, to drill down and become even more committed. 
It's, it's going to require a greater measure and greater degree of commitment to the work, to each other, to the mission, to our calling, to our purpose. And we doubled down and we said, and when you build a team, your team is going to be a reflection of your commitment. So we spent last year focusing on our teams and our commitment level and ensuring that the people that we align ourselves with are fully committed, fully vested, fully on board. And that has set us up perfectly for where we are now going into 2024 with a fully committed team, with the character of resilience, with the ability to be agile and being ready to pivot at all times. That put us perfectly in a position for the theme for 2024, which is the year of readiness. And my friends, I'll say this, that your growth that you will experience this year and beyond will be directly a reflection of your readiness. Dr. Steven, I can't think of a more perfect segue and setup for the year that we're about to have of great growth than the theme for this year, which is readiness. So yeah, Dr. Pete, just listening to uh, you review and walk us down memory lane there, uh, over the last five years, you know, I think I was equal parts uh, just smiling and joy filled and sphincteric at the same time, breaking into a sweat, <laughs> just recognizing, wow, that last five years, what a journey that was. Uh, and what I realize and appreciate is that we are now battle hardened warriors, you know, this everyone that's listening to this right now. So if you've been in practice at least four or five years, I'm speaking to you as well. If you've been in practice 55 years, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those last five years were incredible. I don't even know what happened the five years before that. Frankly, I couldn't name any of the themes of the year or whatever. But my goodness, the last five years has been such a concentrated journey. And it's been extraordinary, right? And these themes have really helped codify the team, get everybody together and unify the team and allow us to take our leadership back, to like take our um, our autonomy back as, you know, it felt like so much of it from the beginning was reacting, you know, and then eventually we started to be responding. And now we're now proactively positioning ourselves to to really take advantage of the opportunities in front of us. Right. So initially in 2020, we were reacting to, you know, this meteor that was coming towards the planet. Right. So it was the, the, the concept of pivoting. This was a self-preservation. This was this was our way of saying, you know what? Let's take back some authority. Let's take back influence over our destiny. And we're going to choose to deliver the same value, but we're going to deliver it differently, right? It was pivoting on how we delivered value, knowing that our community needed it more than ever. The pivot was simply on how we delivered value, right? And then on the other side of that, in 2021, we had agility. We had developed a new skill set of like having a contingency plans. We had plan A, plan B, plan C, and we were just on the ready to change. And, and our teams had to be agile because... The, the environment was changing. It was super dynamic. And then we moved from there and then it was resilience, right? Because we were the Buffalo leadership coming through the storm and we got ourselves to the other side of the storm. And on the other side of the storm, what we recognized is we had developed enormous resilience and that resilience was going to serve us well then and into the future and serve our patients and our communities well. And, and then on the other side of that, it was in 2023, it was commitment with a, you know, we were emboldened at that point because what we realized is we made it through the storm. And by the way, we were right all along, you know, and I feel like I've never seen so much certainty and conviction and clarity coming out of the chiropractic profession. So, so proud of how we uh, weathered that storm and we were all in, right? Our commitment was to making sure that we got that message unsullied to our communities. They're, our teams are committed. Our, we, are, we are in the business of saving lives and we were going to be loud and proud about that, right? And here we are positioned with all of that development, looking forward into the future, which promises to be crazy, okay? But I don't know about you, man, but I'm ready for crazy, right? So I've been, I've been to war. I've been through the battles and my team is ready. And as I hear you say that, your growth will be a reflection of your readiness, your, your readiness as a leader, your team's readiness, your practice and your business's readiness, your patient's readiness. So I think this conversation as we go forward and we prepare for 2024, let's have a conversation around readiness. Like for some people, they might be like, man, I'm not sure if I'm ready. Dr. Pete says I'm ready. Okay, that's great. I love the voter confidence. Am I ready? I need to know that and I need to be able to audit that and assess that. And I know that I can always improve in my readiness, right? Because it's like fitness, right? You're, you never arrive, right? So this is something that we want to stay in tip top shape 
So I think we'll take them through uh, a process that we do assessing and auditing this dynamic of readiness. And I think the Rubik's Cube is the perfect construct. Yeah, I love the Rubik's Cube. Uh, I think everyone that encounters the Rubik's Cube has one of these like, oh, that's so good, right? It's, that's just so good. That's I love that. Like that makes so much sense. So so we want to use the Rubik's Cube. It's been a minute, Dr. Stevens, since even in our podcast, I mean, we use, I use the Rubik's Cube regularly in coaching, but in, in our podcast, we really haven't really dug into the Rubik's Cube for a, for a bit of a of time. And, and so I want to spend just a little bit of time today, like you said, going through this, obviously in this podcast. And I think in, in my mind, I have some episodes I think we should be able to unpack in regards to this moving forward because there's, there's so much depth to each one of these. But let's just start with the Rubik's Cube's first side, Dr. Steven, which is vision. So you asked the question, I mean, I said the statement, you're ready, but you asked the question, are you ready? In other words, let's look at it through the lens of each side of the Rubik's cube of the business, right? So solving your, your, your business is like solving the Rubik's cube puzzle. And if you're familiar with the Rubik's cube, there's six sides and there's nine squares in each side. And there I have all the colors and all the colors need to get lined up. If you're like me, which I'm okay at doing the Rubik's cube, you can get really frustrated really easy if somebody comes up and moves your Rubik's cube. Okay. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. You're trying to solve it and somebody comes up and does bop, bop, bop. And you're like, what just happened? And then you realize, uh, I'm going to need to call one of my boys over here because they know how to do it and uh, get it back to like, it's work, it's good. And then I'll, I'll undo it. And then I'll try to redo it. Right. You know, it's one of those situations. So we're going to look at your business like that because it's, there's, there's a lot of layers to running a remarkable business and, who you were, your business from 2016 and your business from 2024, your business from 2020, your business to 2024, it's different. So where are we at right now? And the question is, is your vision ready? In other words, when I look at a vision, Dr. Stephen, the way I envision vision is you have a vision and the vision is intended for you to walk into it. In other words, if you don't have a vision that's ready, then you have nothing to walk into. So that means you're just walking around in circles. Without a vision, you're not moving forward. You might be moving, but we call we say the difference between movement, motion, and movement. Vision, visions are intended to be casted, caught, and walked into. So you walk into a vision. When, when you cast a vision, somebody goes like this, oh, I see it. And then when I see it, I know where I'm going. I know I'm walking that way. We're going that way. That's what vision is. So the question is, do you have a vision? Is your vision ready? Is your 2024 vision? And as we know, Dr. Stephen, we teach, you have three frames of time with which as a CEO, we always operate in. We operate in the now moment. We operate in the next and we operate in the ultimately. So we organize our vision in three stages of time. Now, next, and ultimately. Ultimately would be three years from now. This is what I see. Do you have clarity for the vision then? The, the next would be in the next 12 months, do you see the vision and are we ready to move in that direction? And then the now would be the next 90 days vision for the next 90 days right now. Are we ready? Dr. Steven, we have to start there, but we're gonna, we need to go through each step of the, the Rubik's to troubleshoot as a readiness score. Are you ready? As a CEO, your team, are you ready? So we're gonna start there. We'll start with vision. Hey doc, let's face it, 95% of your problems are people problems. You can't find A players, you can't keep A players, you don't know how to leverage your team, create expectations and agreements, or hold people accountable in order to optimize your team. Doc, what would happen to your practice if you were finally able to get the right people in the right seats, doing the right work the right way? For most chiropractors, it would be a game changer. You'd increase your capacity and see more people. You'd make a bigger impact and a bigger income. You'd be able to delegate and scale your business. Or maybe you'd need to get your associate relationship dialed in. That would mean you getting your time freedom back. You could get a handle on your schedule, maybe even become a CEO. If this is what you want your 2024 to sound like, make sure that you join us for the remarkable team building immersion in Phoenix, Arizona, January 26th and 27th, or in Brisbane, Australia, March 8th and 9th. I personally will be there and I can't wait to be back in Australia. Doc, bring your team with you. 
get everyone on the same page. They'll be back in your office on Monday with more clarity, accountability, and purpose than ever before. Energize and mobilize your team and see your practice grow. What are your goals for 2024, Doc? Is it a seven-figure foundation, a seven-figure revenue, seven-figure profit, or maybe even a seven-figure exit? Whatever season you're in, you'll need a seven-figure team. Click the link in the show notes below and register today. So my son, Sam, uh, who's 19, he's a sophomore at Liberty. I gave my kids this reading challenge, and one of the books was Dr. Guy Reekman's book, Make Your Life Extraordinary. Sorry, Dr. Guy, if I'm butchering the title. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. What a phenomenal read. Um, and it was amazing. Like my kids, if they read the book and write a summary of the book, they have to write a one to two page summary and I give them a hundred bucks to read the book. So that's this an awesome parenting hack for those of you who are trying to get your kids to read, try to get them out of your back pocket, out of your wallet, right? So uh, Sam just submitted his 32nd book. So he's made $3,200 since I started this, this challenge nine months ago which is extraordinary because Sam just would never read before. Right. So I'm, I'm a, it's a proud Papa moment. And of course we chose the books, right? So one of them was make your life extraordinary. And he came to me afterwards and he's, I was like, so what was your big takeaway? And he's like, dad, I had no idea how important vision is. He's like, Dr. Guy talks about vision and vision story quite a bit. And is like, I guess I never really thought about it, but you know, you have to start like Stephen, one of them was seven, seven habits. Stephen Covey's like, Covey talks about starting with the end in mind. And Dr. Guy talks about the importance of vision. And he's like, I put those two things again and recognize it's like, yeah, you always have to have a, like a really clear picture of what you're trying to accomplish or what you're trying to do, whatever, before you start moving. And I was just like, oh my gosh, thank you, Lord. He picked up on that. I'm like, imagine having that consciousness at 19, recognizing clarity of your vision of what success looks like to you is so important. And all worthwhile work starts with vision, all right? So ask yourself, are you ready going into 2024? Have you created clarity around your vision story for success for 2024? Do you have that clarity? Have you conveyed that vision story to your team? Do they share your clarity? Do they understand what success looks like? Where are we going next, the next iteration of this business in 2024? And most importantly, what is their role in helping you do it, right? So we're pulled by our vision. We're pushed by our purpose, but we're pulled by our vision, as you said, Dr. Pete, right? So getting that vision right for 2024 and making it objective and measurable and having your goals and milestones and metrics all lined up, having an infographic that people can reference in their minds, maybe working the word I'm ready or readiness, we're ready into your theme of the year for your practice, right? Casting that vision, painting that picture for them so that they also feel energized and by empowered by the theme. We are ready. We're ready to tackle 2024. And then after, after vision, the second side of the Rubik's Cube is leadership. Right. So leadership, leadership implies that you've gone from le laborer to leader, right? Leadership implies that you have people following you, right? So the question is, would you follow you? If you've just cast that vision of 2024, would you follow you to lead you to manifest that vision, right? And if not, why not? And what muscles do you need to further develop to get you ready for what's to come and what the version 2024 will call uh, of your business, will call of you as a leader. The, the person I've been studying the most in the last six months is Dr. Stephen Franson, version 2024. I've been studying that person. I've been looking at that person and scrutinizing that person and saying, man, who do I need to become to be able to lead what this business is going to require of me in 2024? It's a fascinating study, Dr. Pete, because we know in big businesses, if they're at 50 million and they want to go to 150 million, they most likely will replace the CEO. They'll fire the CEO and bring in somebody who's been to 250 million, right? So it would take that cute little $50 million company and pull it forward into the 150 million and beyond, right? So truth is, is, you know, most likely you're not going to fire yourself as CEO, but you are going to replace yourself as CEO, the version 2024. So what attributes, what muscles, what skill sets uh, what qualities are you are you going to need to develop like muscles intentionally so that you can be ready for you what your business is going to ask of you in 2024? And then on the heels of that, so I love this, uh, you know, you, who do you need to become? You scrutinize the the who you're becoming, knowing who I'm becoming 
is who I am being now is preparing me for whom I'm becoming next, right? So who I'm being now is preparing me for what is coming next. And this, so that's why we use the accountability grid to audit the functionality of your business, which is the third side of the Rubik's Cube, the puzzle to solve, which is your systems. And so we look at the systems of your business through the lens of the functionality of your business. In other words, how is the business functioning? And there's five specific domains of the business. There's 15 primary functions of your business. Whether you're doing you know, half a million or 25 million, these are the 15 primary functions of your business and turning that job into a business. And that each function needs to have a vision, has to have leadership, and it has to have, it needs to be able to function to be a container for what growth is coming. So when we audit our business looking back, we audit it, and then when we make our decisions moving forward, where we need to prioritize and focus, we're doing that based on what we're becoming, what the business will become. Just like as a leader we become, your business systems have to be the container to hold the vision. Does it have the capacity? And what do we need to do to make this business ready, functionally ready, to be able to handle the growth that's coming, to be able to... In ignite the growth that we desire to come, right? Your functionality will be the, the lid with which your ability to grow. So that's the third. So is your business systematically, is it ready? Is the version 24 systems in place for what the vision is that, that you have for your business, Dr. Steven, with that? Then we go to the fourth side, which is your team. Yeah, so I, you just said it, Dr. Pete. So I think that, that that's the perfect tool to audit and to assess the readiness of the systems of the business, right? So as we bridge between systems and people, the accountability grid is the tool that we use to audit the practice, right? To be able to look at it and be able to assess, okay, there's five domains in the practice, attraction, marketing, lead generation, conversion, sales, compelling people to commit their resources to get what they want to achieve through your services, delivery, right? Which is retention, which is creating long-term relationships and delivering clinical excellence and better outcomes. There's team building, which is we're about to talk to you about surrounding yourself with a team of world-class A players. And then there's the finances, the collections, the monies, the inflows, outflows, profitability, et cetera, right? So attraction, conversion, retention, team building, and collections, those are the five primary do domains. There's 15 primary functions underneath those are sub-functions. So there's 15 things that you've got to make sure are totally systematized. So you got to audit yourself and say, are they ready? Are those systems ready? Are we ready for what 2024 is going to bring? So each of those systems needs to be audited and we scale, uh, we grade them on a score of zero to 10. Okay. So scoring that from zero to 10, 10 being genius, zero being hopeless, score it, right? So if you're a nine and 10, it means that you're going to crush your goals. Right, you're confident of it. It is eight is ah, it's at risk. It's questionable. Anything that's a seven or below is a constraint. Okay, it's a constraint of the business. So you'd got to recognize that that ain't ready. If you're a seven, five, three, two, one down the one, it gets worse as you get further away from ten. Right. So those are the constraints of the business that say it's not ready. Right. So the readiness factor in that is low. So, Dr. Pete, I think we should give away the accountability grid. I know we've given that away in the past, but let's give that in the show notes down below here so that they can download that awesome tool. It's a tool we reference all the time. Why? Because we use it all the time. And so do the most successful chiropractic businesses in the world. They use this tool because in one page, you can audit and assess the readiness of your entire practice, right? So the second question is, who owns it? Okay, so now we're on the fifth side of the Rubik's Cube, excuse me, fourth side of the Rubik's Cube, which is team. Who owns it? Who owns it? Not who does it. Who owns it? Who's accountable to it, right? So accountability is what takes that motion and turns it into movement, which is what we all want. The question around team. Now, the fourth side of the Rubik's Cube, is your team ready for 2024? Is your, where is your team's readiness factor? Whether it's their philosophical readiness, whether it's their skill set readiness, whether it's the talent readiness. Do you have the right people in the right seat doing the right work the right way? Where is your readiness? Not for 2023. That's old news. We're talking about what's your, what's your degree of readiness when it comes to your team for 2024? Is it time for you to add that next A player? 
Are you ready to split that front desk between check-in and check-out? Are you ready to add a new patient concierge to increase your capacity? Are you ready to add a caregiver associate doctor or a business builder associate doctor? Are you ready to add a digital marketing expert? Are you ready to add an office manager, upgrade your office manager into a COO? Is your business ready to make the investment to create the capacity to grow into? What's your degree of readiness? Are you ready to serve? Do you have horsepower issues? Or maybe you have a staph infection. Maybe you've been tolerating B players or dare I say C or D players and they're holding you hostage, right? So have you tolerated long enough and that's derailed your readiness going into next year? Truth be told is, is that so many chiropractors are afraid to let go of a relationship that they know is way, way past due, right? So at the end of the day, you, where is your readiness for the ability to find, interview, vet, hire, onboard, train, and equip your next A player? Dr. Pete, when it comes to being a leader, one thing 2024 is going to require of you is to be able to attract, convert, and retain a players to create a world-class team. And I'll say one thing that a players require is they want to be trained that there is a culture of training. So the question I'm going to ask here is do you have a culture, a training culture in your office? Is your business a training culture? And, and that's a, that's a, it's an important word. Is there a culture of training? In other words, everyone that's a part of the team, wholeheartedly understands and believes in the significance, the value of training, embraces it wholeheartedly and desires training and, and is showing up ready to train. And training is a culture. And is your training culture ready for 2024? Is your training process up to the standard for 2024? Are you ready? Are you training like it's 2024 are you or or are you training like it's a different year have you have you gotten weak with your training have you gotten sloppy with the training have the trainings become flat or down are the trainings where where they need to be training is a culture and you know you have to embrace training as a business that is growing and for a team to embrace training. The team has to desire and want to be trained. And training is a part of how we equip people. So I like how you said it, Dr. Stephen, you talked about you know, the right people, putting them in the right role, developing the skills. And the skill development process is ongoing. You know, heart, talent, and skill. Skill is always being worked on. I don't care how long you've been playing and how many free throws you've taken, you still practice shooting free throws. You still practice blocking and tackling. It is what you do. The most, the highest level performers in any industry always are training and they have the most training. They train the most. They have the most coaching. They coach the most. They're in the vault because of what they do. They know to perform and to function at the level that's required that they have the standard of excellence that they know they need to keep working on getting better and better. And that's the training culture. And so the goal of training is to equip, which means to be equipped means I have the tools and I have the training. And when I'm equipped, I'm ready. And that's what we're committed to is say, we are equipping people, our leaders on our team. Our team is leaders and they're equipped for the mission. They are equipped and they're ready. Dr. Steven, the six sides of the Rubik's Cube will crescendo and we'll wrap it here is the sixth side. And again, it's to me, it ties a beautiful bow. It brings us all the way back to the beginning. And that sixth side is energy. Yeah, Dr. Pete, as you as you're speaking there, I was thinking, you know, these this is probably landing heavy on some people, right? As it's like, man, wait a minute, I thought you said I was ready. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm not so sure if I'm ready uh, getting into 2024. But as I listen to you talk about training, it's like, Okay, so if you're if you're feeling like that, start there. Start with training, right? Like like you right. So it's like okay, vision training. <laughs> like just, just like okay, I'm super clear on my vision. All right, got that. Now let's start training. Let's just at least start feeling like we can invest time, energy, focus, and money into something that's going to move us forward, right? And nothing will do it like training, right? So it's the greatest return on your investment of time, energy, focus, and money. Marketing is a distant second, right? So it's just like just lean in right there. 
uh, because some of you are like, oh man, training, training, training should be a culture. My training is a train wreck. We used to train, right? That it worked really well. So we stopped doing it. It's like classic chiropractic, right? It's like, don't get away from your training, right? So when do you stop training? When you want to start sucking, right? Training is about mastery. You never stop shooting those free throws. You never stop putting, you know, the, you know, hitting a bucket of balls, strumming the guitar, banging the keys on the piano. You never stop, right? So everything that makes, you know, it takes good to great is at the essence of its DNA is training and your investment in training. So it's all about putting energy where it needs to go. So that's our sixth side of the Rubik's Cube. It just lands us beautifully. Make Energy is like, what are you making important now? Like when you're directing everybody's time, energy, focus, and it's directing the energy, what you focus on grows. And this is absolutely truthful here. So audit yourself, ask yourself as a leader, am, where's my energy? Is my energy ready, right? So it's like, is the team's energy ready? Is the practice's energy ready? Frankly, the tribe's energy ready going into 2024. Truth is, is some of you are coming in here hot today you know sliding in in two wheels coming in and being like made it to the podcast today some of you are limping into the room and you know what we get it <laughs> we get it we're doing lives with you guys we're right here with you in the trenches on the field with you as you as they say these are not two guys pontificating from the mountaintop we were laughing and joking about our week leading into this podcast holy crap this week the last two weeks of the year is just no joke, man. It is legit. It is no joke. But you know what we're coming into? We're, we're, we're coming into the Christmas season. We get to celebrate the birth of our Lord. We get to spend downtime with our families. We get to just take a beat, take a breath, slow down. I'm just going to encourage everybody. It's like right now, this is the time to plug in that iPhone, right? Recharge that battery, uh, soak up some sun, jump into the ocean, get some vitamin fun, whatever it is for you. Don't miss this opportunity to recharge yourself and make sure that you're protecting your team. They get that same opportunity. Take a breather, right? Oxygenate and get yourself ready for what practice, what promises to be just an extraordinary journey ahead. We're super excited about it. We are vigilant and we are optimistic that 2024 is going to be the best year yet because we, like you, are ready. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. All right, Remarkable CEO podcast crew, we are in the studio. I'm in the studio with two amazing chiropractors, colleagues. We've developed a friendship. We're developing a deeper friendship and relationship uh, over the years. They're remarkable partners of ours in Remarkable Practice. We have our success partners, and these are uh, doctors who own a business and have a business that I'm really looking forward to digging into. We're going to talk business today. We're going to talk about the expansion of chiropractic and how to reach more people. I know we're going to talk about how to make a bigger impact, make a bigger income, and use leverage, technology, systems, training. I know we're going to dig into all that today. Super pumped to have with me in the studio, Dr. Chad Wolner, who hopefully you guys have met before and have heard before, Dr. Andrew Wells as well, uh, with Simplified Functional Medicine. Hey guys, uh, super pumped to have an organic discussion about business today. Thanks for joining me. Uh, say hello to our awesome audience here today, please. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having us, Pete. Yeah, thank you so much. It's great to be together. All right, so tell us a little about yourselves. I think it's a really good place to start. Who you are, where you're at, what you're up to. I think that's a really good place to start. Andrew, I'll throw it over to you, man. What's uh, Tell us about who you are, our audience, where you're at, what you're up to, what do you got? Yeah, um, well, there's a lot to cover there. I'm a chiropractor. Uh, started practice in 2012, 
Um, one of the things that I really liked about practice, there's a lot of things I like about practice, but one of the things I loved is this, the systems. Like, what is it, what does it take to run an office efficiently? And I, I like the human psychology part of, of practice. Like why do, why do patients make certain decisions? Why do they decide to get healthy? What keeps them from getting healthy? And I, I like the psychology behind that. And I also like the psychology of just running the business and building teams and creating, you know, creating the systems that really help practices thrive. That's kind of what I geek out on. Um, you can really categorize that under, I think, personal development. I started uh, working with Chad. I hired him to, uh, to help me with some marketing uh, for a previous business. And he taught me how to do really dynamic webinars. He actually uh, convinced me, thankfully, to do our, my first podcast years ago, which I was, I was really nervous about. One of the things, and this is a little bit off topic of what you asked me about, but this is a CEO podcast. I want to brag on Chad for just a minute. One of the, one of the things that I look forward to every week is I get a call at 9.40 a.m. So Chad's mountain time, I'm Eastern time. You get a call at 9.40 a.m. And Chad's on the phone Monday morning and I'm waiting because he's, he's this, is, this is how the conversation starts. He goes, dude, I got an amazing idea. <laughs> This is going to blow your mind. He goes, check this out. And then he'll just go, we have a conversation about like a new breakthrough idea that Chad's had. It's almost like 80% of the time, Mondays, that's what we're talking about. And the Chad has a, has a you, many people have probably heard of him as a, as a marketer. So he was one of the first people who really brought forward the concept of, of bringing funnels into, the, into marketing for chiropractors. And, uh, but he, Chad has a really creative brain. And one of the things he's always trying to do is, is figure out solutions to common problems that chiropractors have. And he's an amazing, like brilliant, if we could bottle up just a fraction of the ideas that he has, it's like a success for us. One of the challenges that we have is how to take some of his ideas and actually implement them and make them work. But that that's, you know, this is, that's a broad way of asking, like, what are we into? What are we into is just, how do we, how do we fix problems for, for chiropractors? How do we fix problems for patients? Uh, how do we get chronically sick people healthy? Um, and that's really all of our conversations are based around that. And some of that is like actual patient stuff, problems that we're solving. But a lot of it is how do we help chiropractors, healthcare providers help more patients? We're, we're in the, the business of empowering practitioners to empower patients. I'm very blessed to be working with Chad because his mind never stops working on creative ideas. And a lot of his ideas come from the fact that he just reads a lot. He listens to other podcasts. He's very, uh, he's an avid learner. And so he'll spin off these concepts from other very smart people and kind of condense those down into how it applies to the chiropractic profession. I don't know if that answered your question or not, but that's, that's like, you know, when I think of like what my, my work, it's funny. I think that's what I think of. It's weird. Like people ask me what I do and like, you know, do you like your job? And I always come back to like these Monday morning calls that I have with Chad and that like, that's the stuff that really makes me happy. Well, yeah. I mean, we could just run with what you just said there and we could, we could just go there, but I, I am going to uh, allow, allow and ask request that Chad chime in. I want to hear from you. Pretty, pretty awesome story there. And, and uh, just an awesome start to our meeting. So Chad, same, same, same framing of same questions for you. Just, you know, now that we know a little bit more about you, tell us anything we, else we need to know. <laughs> yeah, my my first question is: Is this an audio only? Because I'm, they're going to see the blushing from all of uh, the glowing accolades from Andrew. There, I'm I'm flattered by what he has said. And, and truth be told, I'll keep it short. Everything he has said about me, I could echo the same things. He, we 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 jokingly refer to our team as Voltron. For those who are kids of the '80s, if you don't remember who Voltron is or was, it was like the the robot arms and legs and body that form like this machine. Like we feel like we all have these really, really incredibly complementary powers, which we do not take for granted. We feel that that's a very, and I'm sure you feel the same way probably about your relationship dynamic with Stephen Franson and the other team members there are remarkable. It's, it's a really beautiful thing when you can find the right team to work together and to, to synergize and harmonize and everything like that. But I would say in a similar vein, to you know, the question, what do we love to do? What are we currently up to? You know, I'm in the unique position of running my own practice, the CEO of my own practice, but I um, not long ago actually brought Andrew and Jason on board as essentially consultants to help me in that process. 
of helping to scale my practice. Because truth be told, if I can just be totally, totally transparent, because I want other practitioners to heal, hear real world stuff, not just like this, you know, varnished, perfectly polished, we've got everything figured out. I brought my practice to as far as I could take it myself. And I found that there was substantial limitations that I had in my skill set. And I, and I can dig deep on that. If we want to dig deep, I'll, I'll bear my scars and all that stuff and be honest. But I'm super, super grateful for Andrew and Jason, because they have helped immensely in terms of helping me scale my practice and have taken a lot of that burden of a lot of the team development and or systemization of things and really, really helped a ton with that. And so I'm in my practice, but I'm also operating and CEO of Simplified Functional Medicine. And so I'm I'm kind of doing that uh, to some extent. Some would say it's a no-no where you've got your foot in multiple businesses, but I just can't, I, I can't not do that. I love both. My heart is in in definitely in both places. So that's kind of where I'm at. Hopefully that gives you a clear answer of kind of what we're up to. Well, I mean, I think it's a perfect segue. So I have, you know, immediately I go to a note. You says it's a no-no to be in two places, but actually what I want to talk about is what enables you to do it successfully. Okay. Right. I want to talk about what what is what is it that enables you to successfully navigate as the CEO of multiple businesses to be able to function in this way, let's break that down. So we don't have to get in, like you said, to the weeds in your practice and, and expose all the scars and things like that. But I think it would be good from a contextual standpoint to talk about what it is that you're able to do and why, and what it is that then you also are helping other doctors do. You talked about you love solving problems for the practitioners, for the chiros. Yeah. You love solving problems for the public. You specifically used chronic disease to chronically sick people, you you use that. So I just want to run with that. But talk about that. Like what what does that look like? So how do you pull it off successfully? I'd love to hear that. Great question. On my end, uh, and I'll let Andrew chime in on this too, but I would simply say, I'll start with what might appear at first to be like kind of a vague answer, but it's the honest truth. If we look at it from a mile up, it really boils down to our mission statement of empowering practitioners to empower their patients. If you look at the simplified functional medicine clinical model, it would look far more chiropractic than most people would realize. In fact, many of the quote unquote functional medicine purists out there would look at what we do and would deem it not functional medicine, right? Not that we don't use supplements, not that we don't use diagnostic testing, but our secret, if you want to call it that, is the secret is that patients have the power to heal themselves, right? That we need to tap into that innate ability of the body to be able to heal itself. That's the prevailing message. We feel, and we have felt for some time, that functional medicine has, in many respects, we'll say many in the functional medicine arena, collectively have started to see a shift that I think functional medicine has, in many respects, become something it was never intended to become. And it's starting to look a lot more allopathic in nature than I think many would like to see, right? Uh, the, you know, and and the answer is always, you know, well, it's better than pharmaceuticals because it's natural supplements, right? We're not giving them drugs; we're giving them natural supplements. And sure, that's yes, that's true. But at the end of the day, is that the solution? Because if that's the solution, which many, even though they're not intending it to look that way, it is. And again, that's not the empowering solution we're looking for. What we're looking for is to ignite, if you will, within patients, the intrinsic motivation and the intrinsic drivers to enable that uh, innate ability of the body to heal itself. That's what's ultimately going to drive the results and the outcomes. And so we're we're really big on, like Andrew kind of talked about, personal development and motivation, the science and psychology of what it is that drives people to change. And it just so happens that it's those same factors working with patients. I, I think one of the smartest things Kairos could do is not see a distinction or a difference between them and their patients. And I think sometimes they inadvertently do that where it's like, we've got these things figured out. The reality of it is we're all human beings. Kairos fall and are susceptible to the same traps and the same mistakes and the same shortcomings and the same uh, pitfalls that our patients get caught up in. And the sooner we can see the similarities, the sooner we can kind of make the corrections necessary to be in a better position to lead our patients, right? And so Again, that's what we mean by empowering our practitioners. It's showing within them that it's not the remarkable practice or Pete Camiolo or, or Stephen Franson or Chad Wollner or Andrew Wells that are going to save you or your practice or some 
cool new tactic or marketing strategy or business hack or anything like that. It's you. You're going to be the one. What we're simply trying to facilitate is an empowerment process. You know, so that's what I would say there. Andrew, your thoughts? Yeah, I think um, for, for doctors and, and patients alike, we all have goals. We have goals for our practice and patients have goals for their health. There's a place that they want to get to. And I'll use the start with the patient example uh, first. So with patients, let's say they're coming in with, let's say, digestive issues and fatigue problems, right? They want to get rid of those issues. Um, as providers and, and with the hearts that we have, oftentimes we want to just like solve that problem as quickly and, 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 and in, in as many ways that we, we can possibly help them solve those issues. And oftentimes we don't paint a really clear picture of what that's going to take for the patient. And so we're really, we're really big into, into concepts like, like creating success paths for patients. So let's say we want our patients to change the way they eat, to change the way they move, to change the way they think, to change their morning routines and evening routines. It's, it's important to understand we need to take patients where they are and provide a very clear success path, meeting them, meeting them where they are and showing them how you get to that point. And that may be a month, six months, a year, but creating very clear, so tactically speaking, creating very clear onboarding processes and giving them, it's very much the, the crawl, walk, run approach with patients versus saying, all right, so Pete, you have digestive issues and fatigue. This is a, a result of chronic inflammation. So what we're going to do is when you go home, we're going to start the AIP diet. So that's the autoimmune paleo diet. And basically you're going to eat, stop eating everything you're eating up until this point, And you're going to eat lots of vegetables and clean proteins and healthy fats. And you're going to eliminate pretty much everything you're eating. So we're going to start that today. And Pete's like, well, cool. How long do I have to be on that? Well, until you get better, it's going to be easy. Don't worry. You got this. We're going to provide you with all the resources you need. You're going to be fine. And, and not giving them any, like any clear reasons why or, or giving them some little carrots along the way to keep them on track. And, and I find that's one of the biggest frustrations for doctors and helping them patients you know, become empowered to change their lifestyle is they get very frustrated not having those clear success paths. And they oftentimes like, well, patients aren't going to do that. They're lazy. They're never going to change their diet. They're never going to do meditation in the morning. They're never going to exercise. They absolutely will. We just have to show them a way that they can do that and, and really walk them through and give them all the tools to make those changes. And so the same can be said about a, a provider, a doctor, right? So if you're taking them from $100,000 a year practice to a million dollar practice, you can't just give them all the, the day one, day two steps and team training protocols and stats and, and you know all those, meet, they're not going to implement that overnight. What does the success path looks, look like to get from point A to point Z? And and, uh, and that's what you guys do really well, but that that I think is one of the the biggest things is really is helping helping create success paths, doable success paths for patients and for doctors. So let's talk about that a little bit because I want to talk about success paths for doctors just for the sake of the podcast. So you know you're a success partner uh, with Remarkable Practice. We already know that the Remarkable Practice offers a lot of things that we really help doctors, but then there's things that we don't offer, which is why we have partnered with Simplified Functional Medicine because we said, okay, we have practitioners that we work with that have visions for their businesses and things they want to create and expand and into, into the functional medicine arena and space. So that's where it's like, well, that's what you're what you guys are doing specifically. So talk a little bit about what you do for a practitioner. So if I'm a Cairo listening, which there's Kairos listening right now. Um, you know, who are the docs who come to you that that are like, yes, I need what you guys offer. Like this is, and this is how we do this. So how are you helping doctors? What's the success path for an example at a high level that you create for a doctor listening and knowing their CEOs on the other side who are considering different ways they can grow and expand their businesses this year and in the years ahead? What is simplified functional medicine? How do you guys help them with that? I love to talk kind of like a high level success paths. Uh, so whoever, whoever wants to jump in. Um, just, yeah, just to kind of segue into that, and that's a great question. I, I will uh, humbly say that Chad and I are, are both previous functional medicine failures. And what we realized years ago were that we are having patients come into our chiropractic offices who had things like neck pain and back pain, headaches, musculoskeletal issues, things that, mo that most consumers would, would think of chiropractors as being able to help. But we also noticed that a lot of our patients were dealing with hormone issues. They were dealing with digestive issues. They couldn't sleep. They had depression, anxiety. 
And sometimes chiropractic care wasn't, wasn't enough to solve those issues. Sometimes it just, you know, removing subluxations would help, but not all the issues. And so in our practice, we would dive into like nutrition. And, and what I found was I would spend hours coaching patients on their nutrition or hours. Like we would even have exercise classes in our office, like encouraging, showing patients how they can exercise at home without weights and things like that. And it was always well received, but the frustrating part was oftentimes the patients wouldn't actually continue those things or even start those things at home. They were always reliant on us to kind of hold their hand through the process. And so I, I thought, okay, I'm going to fix this issue. I'm going to, I'm going to get certified as a functional medicine practitioner. So there must be something I'm missing here. And so I went, I went to, you know, went back to school, so to speak, and I got, you know, certified as a functional medicine practitioner, meaning I learned all kinds of different physiological pathways. And I learned all kinds of different lab tests and supplement protocols and things like that. And kind of to, to Chad's point, realized that that was a, a part of it, but it was kind of an allopathic approach to solving those issues. It was all lab testing supplementation. And it, it de- you know, what I, what I knew to be the reality was that's really not functional medicine. That's band-aiding things with supplements. The real change came from patients making different decisions at home. And so this, I think this is a, a frustrating thing for a lot of chiropractors is they want to help fix these issues, but they don't have the tools and resources to do that. And a lot of our docs that come to us have been through similar situations where they tried the, the whole you know, conventional functional medicine approach and found out there were a lot of rabbit holes to approaching functional medicine that way. And they, like in, in Chad's case, he, he created what he called the Frankenstein approach to functional medicine, where he would do adjustments on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and he would do functional medicine stuff on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And he really kind of like, he wasn't, he wasn't doing either one of those things great. He was doing okay at both those things, which is a recipe for disaster in, in a practice. So what, what we help doctors do is, as our name would apply, it would imply simplified functional medicine. We help them simplify the process by leveraging tools, resources, technology, and your team in a lot of cases to do a lot of these things for you in your practice. So as the CEO, if you're the CEO in your practice, the last thing that you need is another job. And there's lots of jobs that you can take on. When it comes to functional medicine, the nice thing is a lot of these things that we teach can be delegated, not only to your team, but also most importantly, the patient. Um, Sometimes we don't look at delegating uh, responsibilities and skills to the patient, but if we're talking about empowering patients, that's exactly what we're talking about. Much like you would train a staff member, we train patients as well. And so we show doctors how to really make a bigger impact with their patients without eating up more of their time or even more of their staff, their staff's time. Um, and, and we've leveraged some kind of key philosophies and, and thought patterns, but also we've leveraged a lot of technology to do that uh, for us and for our providers and our patients. I think it's powerful that you know, as I'm listening to you, you know, even in my practice career, you know, probably a bit of Frankenstein situation as well as Doc Chad would describe it. And, you know, we have built a, I built a gym. Uh, I had, uh, you know, a nutritionist on staff. We were trying to figure out what to do, like all the time with our, with the supplements and which ones we should carry. I mean, it, it was just, it was a lot and it was overwhelming and it was, it was, you know, you could look back and say, did we really nail it? Did you really do that? Well, I know we did the Cairo side really, really well, you know, and I, that's what I ended up doing was just saying, well, I'm, I'm going to stay focused on the main thing. Cause this is what I know is my, my jam. And so we just did that, but that was almost by default. Like it didn't have to be that way because we didn't have somebody like simplified functional medicine, maybe at the time that really existed to come alongside of a practitioner such as myself that easily could have in- integrated this into the business and scaled it to the next level. Cause we had team, we had systems, we had a vision. We just didn't have a strategy. We didn't have, you know, we didn't have a model. So talk a little bit about that chat. I'd love to hear, you know, your story a little bit maybe and, and kind of make it very practical here. Yeah, no, that, that's a great question. And I can't help but think of one of the first pieces of advice that I got from uh, Russell Brunson years ago. Russell's a good friend of mine. He's the founder of ClickFunnels. Most people know him in the marketing and funnel world. When I, I got the opportunity to meet him years ago when I was literally first starting my practice, uh, I moved into the neighborhood where he lived and saw met him at church. And I had uh, coincidentally just seen him online 
prior to that, I was doing some research for building a website for uh, the clinic that I was working at at the time. And then I walk into church and I see Russell Brunson. I was like, hey, that's that Russell Brunson guy. So we struck up a conversation, became very, very fast friends. And one of the first pieces of advice that he said to me in practice, he's like, here's what you need to do. And his advice was great, but I misapplied the advice. And so here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. I joke. And it's funny because I tell Stephen Franson this joke all the time. He said, find someone who has done what you want to do very well, pay them whatever they want to have them show you what to do. And that's what he said, pay, pay them whatever. And so I did the whole pay whatever, but I paid the wrong people is basically what I did. I didn't find the right people. That's the key, right? Finding the right people who have done what you want to do. And I told Steven this, the joke with Steven is like, where the heck was remarkable practice when I was starting my practice? I'm like, I promised my story would have had far less bumps and bruises had I met you guys way, way early on in practice. But that's neither here nor there. But point is this, we're getting ready. Andrew and I are getting ready to host a seminar in Phoenix in, in two weeks. And during that seminar, it's going to be a very heavy marketing and business intensive. And one of the days we're going to be showing docs basically how to create your own niche condition or condition specific type program step by step. But we're giving the caveat and the warning, not as a sales pitch, just the honest truth. We're trying to be as transparent as possible. We'll literally show you step by step what we've done to develop simplified functional medicine and other niche condition specific type programs. We'll show you the exact step by step blueprint. However, be aware that when you see it, it's going to feel and look fairly daunting because it is. It's a lot of freaking work to do it. And so you as the CEO can do that. You totally can. And you can, for some who like, I would say, and I don't mean this offensively, ignorantly want to venture into that space, what more often than not happens is they go a quarter of the way or halfway through, or sometimes maybe even three quarters of the way through only to find like this is way too much. This is just way too exhausting. And so, because it's, it, it is, it's not something that's built overnight by any means. There's that approach, the DIY approach. The other approach that we encourage docs to look into, not just because we make money from it, that's fantastic that we do, and that's great, but because it really is a shortcut for them is just the plug and play approach. We have a proven model, both from a clinical standpoint, gets amazing patient outcomes, but also from a business standpoint, it's been vetted the and, and it's still being refined and evolved. You know what I mean? We're constantly carving and, and polishing and figuring things out. What we've had members in simplified functional medicine who've been with us since day one. And they've seen a, a massive, for the better, evolution over time. And it just gets better and better and better. And, and so the, the whole idea of how do we, the short answer to your, or I should say long answer to your question, you know, how does a, how does a CEO plug that in without creating massive disruptions is you find a proven model and you simply plug that model in. And that's, that's the most efficient way to do it. If you want to create it from scratch, again, We'll gladly show you how to do that. We'll tell anybody. There's no real like secret stuff that we keep hidden back. Like I'll tell you literally step-by-step step the process. But again, what'll wind up happening is more often than not, we start to at some point get this glazed look on their eyes in terms of like, holy crap, you know, we're at step 198, you know, and they're like, oh, you know, like that's what you do, you know? So that's the fast, the fastest shortcut. And, and, and I'm not alone in this. Russell Brunson's not alone in this. The same thing Tony Robbins teaches, right, is modeling. The fastest way to get where you want to get is find somebody who's been there already, who's blazed that trail, and then model that. Just do that. And, that's the, the, and I'm sure that's what you guys teach as well is find a model, adopt that model that's been proven. hundred percent. So I love this conversation and we're going to continue this conversation because we get to run together, but I know a lot of our docs probably are uh, interested in learning more. So what's the best way for uh, one of our listeners to connect with you guys if they want to learn more about what you're, what you're doing at Simplified Functional Medicine? Uh, what's the best you know way for them to reach you guys, connect with you? What would you suggest? The easiest way, like if you're interested in helping patients, number one, with like things like hormone issues and digestive issues and sleep problems, things like that, what we call functional medicine issues, Go to our website. It's uh, simplifiedfunctionalmedicine.com. On the website, we have a tab called on-demand training. Click on that and there's uh, a training on exactly how simplified functional medicine works, how it plugs into your practice, how you help patients get better, what the business model looks like. It gives docs a really quick, but also deep overview of principles of how the program works. 
And if docs who are interested, like, yeah, this makes sense. This is pretty cool. They can set up a, a demo call that's with me. And I really go over with the docs, how we can plug this into their specific business model. So if you're a, you know, subluxation philosophy based chiropractor, how does that work in your practice? If you're a different style of practice, we have, we have, we work with all different types of providers, chiropractors, we work with nurses and medical doctors and acupuncturists. We work with lots of different business models. And so my job is to figure out how this applies to your practice and your patient base. That would be the easiest way to start. Awesome. All right. Well, you heard it here. Uh, go to simplifiedfunctionalmedicine.com and check out the, the training there and set up a demo call if you want to learn more and, and dig deeper with uh, Dr. Andrew. So Dr. Andrew, Dr. Chad, thank you for taking the time to join me on our Remarkable CEO podcast today. Greatly appreciate you and uh, the energy that you're bringing to our great profession. Thank you for being a remarkable success partner, helping our doctors help more people. I uh, love that that's your mission to empower practitioners to empower their patients. That's so aligned with what we're doing. So that's why we are in a partnership with you. For all of you who are listening, thanks for tuning in and uh, joining us all the way to this moment. Remember to tune in next week for the next episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Until then, God bless you all and have a remarkable week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.